Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got eight college basketball bets for you on this Sunday. Right now, we are uh, red hot since Tuesday. Uh, we are 21-3-1 in our bets here on the Degenerate Gambler, and we're going to continue that hot streak with these eight bets coming up. Uh, we're going to bet all three conference championship games uh, set for today, as well as uh, some other games in conference tournaments and some regular season games on this, the last day of the college basketball regular season. We're going to start things off with a conference championship game, the Big South Conference Championship game taking place. It is the Winthrop Eagles, who are 22-1 and on the season, taking on the Campbell Fighting Camels, who are 17-9 and on the year. Winthrop comes in winners of six in a row. They are 11 and a half point favorites in this one. The two teams have already uh, met twice this year. Winthrop uh, won both meetings 84 83 on December 30th. And on New Year's Eve, they won 94 76. Winthrop is 11 and 11 against the spread so far this season. Uh, Campbell 14 and 10 against the number. Uh, Winthrop has posted a losing record uh, when spreads are uh, 11 and a half or higher at seven and nine on the year. Uh, also, uh, Campbell, uh, the Fighting Camels, have uh, not hit the over in 11 of their 24 games so far this season. Uh, with some of these conference championship games, we're getting a little bit different information than we normally get, so I'm just kind of playing this off as uh, I look at it right now. Uh, Winthrop averaging 79.5 points per game. Camel averaging 67.7 points per contest. Um, Camel is 1-4 overall, 1-3 against the spread when they allow more than 79.5 points per game, which is what Winthrop is averaging. Campbell is 10-0 against the spread uh, when it scores more than the 67.4 points per game they average. Winthrop 4-4 four four against the spread when it gives up uh, more than 71.7 points per contest. Winthrop again comes in 11.5 point favorites. Uh, they are hosting this game as the, uh, in the conference championship game. We're going to go Winthrop and give up the 11.5. Winthrop has two wins over Campbell so far this season. I know one was relatively close. The other one w- was a blowout. Uh, but I feel like this Winthrop team at 22-1 and one on the year uh, just uh, looks unbelievably uh, strong right now. Now, both teams are hot. Winthrop has won six in a row. Campbell has... Uh, won eight in a row coming into this matchup. Uh, it could, uh, it should be a good one. I think Winthrop hits free throws at the end to cover the spread. So we're going Winthrop minus eleven and a half uh, against uh, the Campbell Fighting Camels. All right. Next up, we're going to uh, uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena in. Uh, Iowa City, it is the Iowa Hawkeyes, 19-7 and on the season, hosting the Wisconsin Badgers, 16-10 and on the year. Iowa, 15-11 and against the spread this season. Wisconsin, just 12-14 and against the number. Iowa is a 6.5-point favorite coming into this one. Hawkeyes averaging 85.3 points per game, shooting 39.9% from three-point range. 
Wisconsin, averaging 69.7 points per game. They shoot 35.2% from three-point range. Wisconsin has won six of the last 10 meetings overall with Iowa. Wisconsin 6-3-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Wisconsin 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. 4-1-1 in their last six games at Iowa against the spread. Also 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against Big Ten competition. On the Iowa side, they are 5-2 against the spread in their last seven. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in the month of March. Iowa and Wisconsin have met earlier this season, February 18th. It was Iowa going into Madison and beating Wisconsin 77-62. The Badgers are coming into this game having lost two straight in four of its last five. That includes a loss on Tuesday to Purdue 73-69. Iowa, on the other hand, has won two straight in six of its last seven. Uh, they won on Thursday over Nebraska 102-64. Iowa, again, six-and-a-half point favorites. 69% of the money is coming in on the Iowa Hawkeyes at minus um, six-and-a-half. 68% of the money coming in on that. And we're going to go with Iowa as well and give up the points. Uh, I think Iowa's the better team. Uh, Iowa looking to... Uh, Iowa looking to uh, finish off uh, a, a very successful um, uh, conference, or I should say regular season with an outside chance at a number two seed. I think Iowa's playing for quite a bit. Uh, they're completely healthy, really, for the first time this season. I really like this Iowa team. They're starting to play some defense. We've been on Iowa about their defense all season, but now, of late, they're actually starting to play some defense. Uh, so I think they'll continue Wisconsin's offense. I don't think it's good enough um, to take advantage of anything that Iowa does defensively. Uh, so give me Iowa minus six and a half at home against Wisconsin. All right, next up is the Sunbelt Conference Championship game taking place in Jacksonville, Florida. It is the North Alabama Lions 13 and 10 on the season taking on the Liberty Flames who are 12, 22 and 5 on the year. Liberty has won 11 games in a row coming into this matchup. Uh, North Alabama has won three straight coming in uh, to this. Liberty is 16-7 and seven against the spread so far this season. Uh, North Alabama 8-11 and 11 against the number. These two teams met back in December. Uh, December 22nd, it was Liberty beating North Alabama 74-54. And December 23rd, again, Liberty beat uh North Alabama, 74 to 54. Uh, so coming into this one, Liberty, again, has won 11 in a row. They're averaging 74.7 points per game. Uh, while North Alabama is uh, averaging 74, uh, excuse me, averaging 69 points per game. Uh, Liberty is 12-0 against the spread when it scores more than 69 points this season. Uh, North Alabama is 2-6 and six against the spread when they allow more than the 74.7 points per game that Liberty uh, scores on average. Uh, North Alabama 8-0 against the spread when it scores more than 59 points per game this season, which is what the Liberty, Liberty allows on the year. Uh, again, these two teams have played twice. Liberty has won by 20 in both meetings. Liberty comes in 13 and a half point favorites in this one. 
Uh, we're going to go Liberty and give up the 13 and a half points. The Flames are in the NCAA tournament regardless of how this game turns out because North Alabama is ineligible for the NCAA tournament. And Liberty won the regular season title. So Liberty is going in no matter what. But I think the Flames want to go in red hot. They've won 11 straight. I think they'll make it 12 straight. I think they'll win uh, rather easily against North Alabama. Give me Liberty minus 13 and a half against North Alabama. All right, next up is the Missouri Valley Conference Championship game from the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. The Loyola Chicago Ramblers, 23-4 in the season, take on the Drake Bulldogs, who are 25-3 on the year. Loyola Chicago, 15-9-1 against the spread this season. Uh, Drake, 21-5 against the number. Uh, Loyola Chicago, 6.5-point favorites in this one. Uh, the Ramblers averaging 71.6 points per game. They shoot 35.8% from three-point range. Drake averaging 78.1 points per game. They shoot 37.3% from three-point range. Loyola Chicago has won seven of the ten meetings with Drake uh, over uh, overall against Drake. Liberty is covered in six of those last ten meetings as well. Drake is 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games. 3-6 and six against the spread in their last nine against Loyola Chicago. 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games against Missouri Valley Conference opponents. Loyola Chicago, 3-6 and six against the spread in their last nine. 10-4 and four against the spread in their last 14 in the month of March. 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven games played on a Sunday when playing at home. Now, this game is at a neutral site, so keep that in mind as well. These two teams met uh, twice uh, in mid-February, February 13th. Loyola Chicago beat Drake 81-54. The very next day on Valentine's Day, they met again. And Drake beat Loyola Chicago 51-50. Drake coming off a semifinal victory over Missouri State 71-69 yesterday. Also, Loyola Chicago has won five straight and nine of ten. Their long loss in that stretch was the one-point loss to Drake. Uh, Loyola Chicago in their semifinal matchup, they blew out Indiana State 65-49. Drake still missing... um, uh, Stefan Henfill with a foot injury. He's still out indefinitely. And Rashad Penn, their starting guard, uh, with a leg injury. He's out for the rest of the season. So two stars missing for Drake coming into this one. It is not a deep team. Uh, and neither is Loyola Chicago for that matter. Loyola Chicago, six and a half point favorites. Uh, 60% of the money coming in on Loyola Chicago at minus six and a half. And we're going to jump in on that as well. Uh, I think Loyola Chicago is the better team. Uh, I think uh, they've proven that throughout the season. They did get the one-point loss to Drake uh, back on February 14th, but I think Loyola Chicago is playing better basketball. Their defense is so good. Drake's missing two starters. I think it all adds up to me that Loyola Chicago finds a way to win this one. Uh, Give me the Ramblers minus 6.5 against Drake. We'll take a quick timeout, come back, and get the final four games of our bets for today. In just a moment, this is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. As we get our final four games for this Sunday, the 7th day of March, 2021. Uh, we'll start things off at the Farrell Center in Waco, Texas. The Baylor Bears, 20-1 and on the season, taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, who are 17-8 and on the year. Baylor, 14-7 and against the spread so far this season. Texas Tech, 10-15 and against the number. Baylor comes in eight-point favorites. Bears averaging 85.1 points per game. They shoot 42% from three-point range. Texas takes 73.3 points per game. They shoot 34 points, uh, point, uh, 34% exactly from three-point range. Baylor is 6-4 and four in their last 10 meetings uh, with Texas Tech overall. 
Texas Tech six and four against the spread in those last ten meetings. Now Texas Tech six and fourteen against the spread in their last twenty games, two and four against the spread in their last six against Baylor, one and four against the spread in their last five games on the road, seven and one against the spread in their last eight games played in March. On the Baylor side, they're two and four against the spread in their last six. Uh, two and four against the spread in their last six games while playing as a favorite. Now, Texas Tech and Baylor, I believe, met earlier this season. They did on January 16th. It was Baylor winning at Texas Tech 68-60. to Texas Tech comes in having won three straight games, including a win on Thursday over Iowa State 81-54. to Baylor coming in having won two in a row, including a Thursday win over Oklahoma State, 81-70. Baylor also beat a top-10 West Virginia team on Tuesday, 94-89 in overtime. So Baylor has played, this will be their third game uh, this week and their fourth game in in eight days uh, with today's matchup. Uh, as Baylor had making up some games, they lost because of some COVID issues within the program earlier this season. Baylor comes in eight-point favorite, 61% of the money coming in on the Bears minus eight. And uh, we're going to jump in on that as well. I think Baylor is starting to look like Baylor again. I think they've shown that uh, basically from the second half of the West Virginia game on Tuesday throughout the Oklahoma State game on Thursday. Baylor looks like it's getting back to being the second-best team in the country. I think they will finish the week off in style uh, and uh, take it to Texas Tech and show them that they are just a step behind the Gonzaga and a step ahead of Michigan or Illinois. So give me Baylor minus eight at home against Texas Tech. All right, next up in the Breslin Center in East Lansing, Michigan. It's the Michigan State Spartans, 14-11 and 11 on the season, hosting the Michigan Wolverines, 19-2 and 2 on the year. Michigan State, 8-17 and 17 against the spread this season. Michigan, 16-5 and 5 against the number. Michigan coming in, 8-point favorites in this one. Wolverines averaging 77.1 points per game, shooting 39% from three-point range. Michigan State averaging 69.4 points per game. They shoot 32.1% from three-point range. Michigan and Michigan State have split their last 10 meetings overall and against the spread against each other. Now, Michigan is 12-3 against the spread in their last 15 games, 2-4 against the spread in their last six against Michigan State, 6-1 against the spread in their last seven games on the road. And on the uh, Michigan State side, they're 6-14 against the spread in their last 20 games, 6-13 against the spread in their last 19 games against Big Ten opponents, and 0-5 against the spread in their last five games played on a Sunday. These two teams met just three days ago. They met on Thursday, and it was Michigan routing Michigan State 69-60 in Ann Arbor. Uh, Michigan snapped a one-game losing streak as they lost on Tuesday to Illinois 76-53 and one of the head-scratching uh, final scores of the college basketball season uh, on Tuesday with Illinois not just beating Michigan, but beat, the way they beat Michigan really uh, was a shocker, to say the least. Michigan State's lost two of its last three. That includes the loss on Thursday to Michigan. They did beat Indiana on Tuesday, 64-58, to keep some faint uh, at-large hopes alive for the NCAA tournament. But I think this game is huge for Michigan State in that regard. Now, Michigan is an eight-point favorite, 64% of the money coming in on Michigan. Uh, Michigan State, I think, is the more desperate team than Michigan. 
But I just don't know if that's enough for Michigan State. I think we saw on Thursday uh, the disparity in talent between Michigan and Michigan State, and I think that still stands uh, even three days later. Uh, I have a hard time going with Michigan State on this one, so I'm going to go Michigan, give up the eight points. While I tend to try to go with the desperate team, I just don't know if that one's that's going to be enough in this case. Uh, I think Michigan's just so much more talented than Michigan State. So give me Michigan minus eight at Michigan State. All right, next up from the uh, Schollemeyer Arena in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, it is the Texas Christian Horn Frogs, twelve and twelve on the season, hosting the Texas Longhorns, sixteen and seven on the year. TCU nine and fourteen against the spread this season. Texas is nine thirteen and one against the spread. Texas coming in seven and a half point favorites. Longhorns averaging seventy four point eight points per game. They shoot thirty four point seven percent from three point range. Uh, TCU 67.6 points per game they average. They shoot 34% from three-point range. Texas and Texas Christian have split their last 10 meetings overall and against the spread against each other. Texas 3-8-1 against the spread in their last 12. 4-1 against the spread in the last five games against TCU. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in the month of March. TCU 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games. 1-8 1-8 and eight against the spread in their last nine games played at home. Uh, coming in uh, to this matchup. Now, Texas and TCU played on February 13th. And it was Texas beating TCU at home 70-55. to 55. Texas has won two straight. That includes a Thursday win over Oklahoma 69-65. TCU has lost two straight in five of its last six. That includes a Thursday loss to West Virginia 76 to 67. Uh, Texas comes in seven and a half point favorites. 98% of the money coming in on Texas, minus seven and a half. And uh, we're jumping in on that as well. I think uh, TCU, or excuse me, I think Texas is not only the better team, but the much better team coming into this one. Uh, Texas trying uh, to get a top three, a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. I think uh, they have more to play for in this regard. Uh, I think they've already shown uh, their tendency to to play to their level of competition, which is a little bit concerning. Uh, but I think Texas is just better than TCU. I think they find a way to cover a 7.5-point spread. Give me Texas minus 7.5 at TCU. And our final bet of the day will take place at the Xfinity Center in College Park, Maryland. The Maryland Terrapins 15 and 11 on the season, hosting the Penn State Nittany Lions 9 and 13 on the year. Maryland 11 and 14 against the spread so far this season. Penn State 11 and 11 against the number. Maryland is six point favorites in this one. Terrapins averaging 69.2 points per game. They shoot 35.5% from three point range. Penn State averaging 72.9 points per game. They shoot 34% from three point range. Maryland and Penn State. Have split their last 10 meetings overall against each other with Penn State covering in six of those last 10 meetings. Penn State 2-4 against the spread in their last six games. Uh, also 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played on a Sunday. Maryland 4-2 against the spread in their last six games. 3-10 against the spread in their last 13 games played in the month of March. And 4-11-1 against the spread in their last 16 games played on a Sunday at home. Now, these two teams met on February 5th. 
Uh, Penn State knocked off Maryland in college or in um, in state college, fifty-five to fifty. Uh, Penn State is coming off a eighty-four sixty-five win on Wednesday over uh, Minnesota. Now Penn State has lost four of its last six coming into this. Despite the win, Maryland had a five-game winning streak snapped in upset fashion on Wednesday when they lost to Northwestern sixty to fifty-five. Again, Maryland coming in. As uh, six-point favorites, 52% of the money coming in on Maryland, minus six. And Maryland is the more desperate team in this one. Maryland clinging to NCAA title hopes with a 15-11 and 11 record, mainly because they have played the nation's toughest schedule. Uh, but a loss to Northwestern on Wednesday set them back quite a bit. Uh, so they cannot afford to lose to Penn State t- today, especially at home. I think Maryland comes out ready to play. Maryland comes out um, and takes it to uh to Penn State pretty quickly. I think Maryland easily covers six points, giving Maryland minus six against Penn State. All right, our eight bets for this Sunday are as follows. In the Big South Championship game, it is Winthrop minus eleven and a half against Campbell. We got Iowa minus six and a half at home against Wisconsin. In the Sunbelt Conference Championship game, we got Liberty minus thirteen and a half against North Alabama. The Missouri Valley Conference Championship game, we've got Loyola Chicago, minus 6.5 against Drake. Also, we have Baylor, minus 8 at home against Texas Tech. Michigan, minus 8 at Michigan State. Texas, minus 7.5 at TCU. And Maryland, minus 6 at home against Penn State. So that'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler.